Welcome into You, Me, and the SEC. This is actually take two. You're not going to know what that first take was like. You'll never know. Uh, Auburn, that's our, our plan. We're headed to the Golden Plains of Auburn, Alabama. You said you were nervous for this one. A little bit. There's a lot that happened in the last 10 years for Auburn. Such as? <laughs> well, we have two national championship appearances. And? And two different coaches. And? And I don't know. What? What are you fishing for? I don't know. Oh. I'm just, I'm <laughs> trying, trying to, to give us, uh, the listeners, a little bit of a preview with and what's, uh, what's going to happen. crazy moments. Lots of crazy moments. Um, lots of extremes. Lots of, uh, just look how loud we are, like as, as we're recording here. There's a lot of excitement for Auburn. Is it? Is I, it excitement? I think so. That's what I am. I'm excited for Auburn. Listen, Auburn is either like eight and four or crazy town. Yeah. Like really, there's no other alternative. Well, it's either there like, is in 2012. There was an alternative. Well, yeah. Well, that guy, you could call that crazy town, I think. Could yeah, that's true. That? Okay. I so not like crazy, crazy town, town and good crazy town. But like, I would not say crazy town's always good. Okay. I'd say it's always crazy. That's right. That's why it's called Crazy Town. That's right. So when I say Auburn football, what do you think about? Jesus. Oh, my gosh. There is a perception that Jesus is an Auburn fan. What? Who? I've never heard the internet, this before. Capital I. The internet. There's a <laughs> perception. The capital I. It's the internet. It's the community of the internet okay. that thinks that Jesus is an Auburn fan. And the craziest things happen to Auburn. Uh, nearly all of them positive. And it's they have been touched by a divine spirit, and you can only infer that it's Jesus because again, it's Auburn. Well, I right, will, it's Alabama in the Bible Belt. I will definitely share some things of why where Jesus has forsaken Auburn at sometimes. Oh man, if Jesus is forsaking Auburn, what hope do the rest of us have? <laughs> I mean, Gosh. that's really what it comes down to. Um, it does seem like there's been some divine intervention in some of these. Games, some of, listen, though. guys, some of these moments, you we're going to, you know, we'll link them in the show notes, but some of these games are just, what? what? I mean, it's it's the craziest moments, uh, particularly in, in 2013 mm-hmm. uh, for Auburn. Um, but again, this is part of our SEC Primer series where we go, I'm accepting the word primers now. I've said it like good. three or four times. It's a good word. Um, so our SEC Primer series uh, to where we look at each game uh, SEC football program in the last decade. Kind of see their highs and lows, coaches, key players, uh, best moments, worst moments, top rivals, and then a little bit of look back at 2020 and then what's going to be happening this fall. Of course, we'll do a lot more of that down the road, but we're just kind of, you know, getting our our toes in the water a little bit. That's right. So with Auburn, let's go ahead and just dive in. You ready? Well, I tell you what, it's... Auburn fans would be okay if we just talked 2010. That's true, but you know I like to give a little bit of backstory <gasps> because they've yes. had like some. Um, I feel like you, if you're going to talk about the crazy last decade that they had and the ups and downs, you got to give a little bit of context of the 80s and 90s. So too. what does that look like? So in the 80s was another heyday for them, mm-hmm. um, and I think that really centered around Bo Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the greatest athletes that's ever played the game. Right. Many games. Many games. He wasn't great. He wasn't like legendary at any sport. Although, I guess he was pretty good at football. Okay. Did he play more than one sport? 
Yes. Okay. I don't know. Yes, you didn't know this? No, I don't oh, know. Yes. Tell me. Baseball. There's, okay, I'm going to look it up. Talk about Bo Jackson. I don't know anything else about Bo Jackson. Well, tell me. like. Okay, you... but then I don't know anything about Bo Jackson except for he was really good. He played for Auburn in the 80s, and they were really good in the 80s. And then they kind of had a little bit of a drought in the 90s. Um, Pat Dye was their coach in the 80s with Bo Jackson, and he coached until the ni- until 1990. I think he just died last year. Really? Yeah. Oh. Rest in peace. Um, and then Terry Bowden. Oh yes. Came ninety three, ninety eight. Right. And then the Tupperville. Oh. He was there for the 90- great senator the himself. Great senator, and we're not going to get political on this podcast. No, not at all. Uh, so ninety nine to two thousand eight was Tupperville. It's a long time. I didn't know he was there that long. Here's the, he was. the poster of Bo Jackson. Oh, he's attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too close to that part. <laughs> okay. It's the, the yeah, it's oh, because he has a baseball bat. That's, That's what I'm supposed it. to be looking at. Yes. Sorry, I don't know I what else. Know I don't what know else what else, else are you looking at there. Well, Stop he also has no clothes Randall on. Cobb has better. He does have clothes on. He has a, a shoulder. A shoulder pad. A shoulder pad. That's it. Can Why you tell we... I never play football? <laughs> <laughs> he has a shoulder thing. The thing on his shoulders. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So there's Bo Jackson. Great athlete. I'll just have him sit here and look at you the whole no, time. No, it is kind of like you know, he's looking into my soul. Yeah. He doesn't bit. have Randall Cobb eyes, though. No, no Randall Cobb eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So then in 09 was um, Gene Chiswick's first year. Gene! Was that from Arrested Development? Arrested Development, Development okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, just for everyone else who's kind of confused or thought there was another cat dying. Because that <laughs> oh, might have right. been what that sounded like. Cat um, and that, oh, that's the other day. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Call back to the other episode. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so that leads us into 2010. And what a way to start talking about Auburn football is 2010. Yes. So it, this is Gene Chizik's second year. Second year. And they had mined the junior college ranks. I look back at Auburn quarterbacks in the 2000s. I mean, Jason Campbell and no one else. I mean, yeah. Was that, like, I looked at those names. I was like, who? I mm-hmm. mean, there was just nobody there. I've known. I think they were boys. <laughs> I know, but it was another rest of development oh, yes. joke. Gosh. Anyway, um, <laughs> so they go and recruit one Cameron Newton. Okay. Under some perhaps... Shady circumstances. Okay, tell uh, me more. Well, I don't know about all that. Oh, okay. That's a podcast for another day. But Cam Newton started as a quarterback back up to Tim Tebow at Florida. He uh, obviously didn't play uh, in front of Tebow, so he transfers to junior college, uh, and then he comes to Auburn and goes on one of the most uh, dominant individual performances for a season of all time. I literally forgot that he played for just one season. In my mind, I thought he was there for like two, at least two seasons. I totally forgot he was there for just one year. Um, So, yeah, that's, I mean, it really was an amazing season. So they started off, they beat an unranked Clemson team, but there's, I guess there's a rivalry between Clemson and Auburn because I I kept seeing. I think they're the same school. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, think about it. It's the non- Land Grant College in, that's a phrase that my dad uses all the time. I don't fully understand what it means. Oh, I do. Land Grant. Yes. Tell me. Because UGA was the first land grant college in the country. <gasps> so what does it mean? So each state got a grant for an land to build a university. 
And oh. usually they're the ag type schools. Well, maybe Auburn is it. Yeah, I don't know. it might maybe be. Auburn... I don't know. I, who knows? Yeah. yeah, but I guess, but I think Clemson is an ag school too. So it exists in a more rural area. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> okay. We're, we're getting into some depths that we don't know what we're talking about. But so no, like back out th- they, they're both like the, the other school in their state. Yes. They're both yes. tigers. Yes. You just kind of see them. I just have always seen them kind of as don't the they, same school. Do they both have a death Valley? Do, Auburn doesn't it's have It's LSU. Death, that's LSU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why is there a death Valley with a tiger? Do tigers live in valleys? Or are they all about death? I don't think I don't tigers know. live in valleys. I don't okay. know if that's a thing. Why are we asking questions we don't know the answers to? Because <laughs> I feel like we I mean, keep... that's just what we're here to do, really. <laughs> so then they beat a number 15 South Carolina. I can't wait to get to South Carolina, by the way, because remembering that they were ranked really high, that seems like a long time ago to me. South Carolina beat Alabama that year, though. Right. Give them some that credit. was the year... No, I know. I'm saying well, I it seems forget. like it was just dogging on South Carolina. No, I'm out of saying nowhere. it's been a while since been. South Carolina was ranked yeah. and like in the talk. And I'm ranked excited. Ranked in the talk. Ranked and in <laughs> oh. the. Okay, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm excited to go remember all okay. of those memories. It was not dogging. I think you need to pay attention a little bit to what I'm saying. <laughs> of course. All right, keep at it. And then they almost lost to UK which we talked about last week, Mm -hmm. and they had a comeback against Alabama that year. Yeah, that game against Alabama, I'll speak of that a little bit later. They were down Mm -hmm. 24-0 in Tuscaloosa to uh, an Alabama team that I think had already lost a game, well, to South Carolina, Mm -hmm. uh, if if not another game. Uh, So it wasn't, and that was obviously the beginning of the Saban dynasty. Mm -hmm. Still, to come back from 24-0 on the road, preserve your undefeated record. Uh, Cam Newton, by the way, that year, uh, guess how many rushing touchdowns he had? I don't know. A hundred. Okay, let's just sit here for a second. <laughs> let's sit here for a second and really think about what just happened. We're going to go with a hundred touchdowns. Oh, no, I think it meant yards. Well, I clearly said touchdowns. I <laughs> meant what rushing yards. I'm okay. So Obviously, if he said a hundred, I don't think we're connecting right now. <laughs> no, this is good. This okay. is good radio. Uh, if he had a hundred touchdowns, that rushing touchdowns, twelve games, um, that would be a little bit under. That'd be like eight to nine rushing touchdowns a game. I thought you said yards. Okay, okay. listen. Okay, he had, he had twenty. By the way, twenty. I was gonna say sixteen. No, you said a hundred. <laughs> You clearly said 100. Uh, no, he had 30 passing touchdowns, 20 rushing touchdowns. Uh, he also had one punt for 22 yards. Okay. Look at that. Triple he is threat. True, true athlete. Where is yes. he playing? He's not at the Panthers. He still. is at New England. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's the new Tom Brady. Sure. <laughs> he was last year. He, didn't, he, went, he got hurt a lot. So he oh, didn't do oh. great. Anyway. I do, now, if we're talking also about attractive quarterbacks. I hated Cam Newton as a Georgia fan, right? Absolutely hated him. But now, given the time, and time has passed. Some space. I, and some space. Um, I can appreciate that he was a really fun quarterback to watch. And he he was very attractive. So, do you put more Bo indices? Jackson attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Is he Bo Jackson attractive? Is that what you're wanting? Um. I always thought he looked kind of like a dinosaur. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just, he just had a. Well, obviously, we have different look. tastes here. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So they go to the national championship. Who did they beat in the SEC final? Do you know? No. Ah, I bet it was South Carolina. I think it was. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think yes. that's right. Um, uh-huh. And then they went and played. Um, Oregon. Yeah, so uh, took out the chickens and now after the ducks. And this was still obviously in the BCS title game era. And a classic game uh, that uh, Auburn ends up winning uh, and wins the national championship. And at that time, 14-0 and was the best um, record that you could accumulate. So mm-hmm. it was really hard to say that Auburn wasn't one of the greatest college. That Auburn team mm-hmm. was one of the greatest college football teams to ever play that's right uh and if you you know put that in the context and think about it like 2009 i think we'll have to double check in two weeks when we or, or whenever two episodes from now when we do alabama i want to say 2009 was saban's first national championship okay so if this is auburn basically bouncing back and saying so really you're at a point like if under Chiswick, if Auburn could have built on momentum, who's mm-hmm. to say that they wouldn't be at that point a a natural peer to Alabama? Right, but Gene does not do it. This Gene was doesn't. a golden year in the Golden Plains for Gene. Yes, and uh, I think that one thing, that Auburn team, Newton was so dominant, there really weren't a lot of uh, pro prospects on that team. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nick Fairley, who was their defensive line stud right. that year, 24 <laughs> tackles right. for loss, 11 and a half sacks. He dominated that national title game. Um, <clears throat> Lunton Kirchen, was he there? Yes, Lunching Kitchen, as I called him. They're yes. tight end. Yes. He wasn't a pro. He, I mean, he was a good t- college tight end, but he didn't play. So I course. really just remember him because of his name? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Michael, <laughs> I think he had, had some good plays, but yeah. Well, yeah, he was a good college tight end. Michael Dyer? Michael Dyer, the running back. I don't know if he played pro. He didn't play pro for long. If he didn't. Yeah, he didn't um, play long. But, uh, and really the famous play in that national title game was Dyer um, not falling to the ground there was right. a, oh, the organ thought he had him down uh and knee never touched the ground and dyer ran off mm-hmm. uh for a long touchdown run so uh auburn's on top 2010 looks good where do we go from there all right so 2011 they go um eight and five so they have a loss at clemson number 10 arkansas number one lsu number 15 georgia and number two bama and that's the year that you have lsu bama playing game of the century right so i mean it's gonna be a tough schedule and mm-hmm. if auburn's not you know they're you got losing. a good arkansas team yeah arkansas number 10 georgia team Ge- what was georgia ranked 15 15 so i mean this is gonna <laughs> normal start normal georgia this, team this is gonna kind of start a trend and i've got a stat here to kind of really emphasize what the trend is is when auburn is good they end up being like the best Mm. but when they're not there they can't break into that top level Mm -hmm. for a certain season Mm -hmm. okay um so 2011 moving in to 2012 you know it's it's a sad time it is you know i read a lot about this 2012 time and it's really fascinating because there was a lot going on, not just on the field. Um, and I'm trying to remember where I wrote it all down because I knew I would not remember. But there was a lot of transfers. There was a couple in- injuries. And they actually had one of their players was killed by a 
gunshot. Oh, gosh. Um, and two former players that had, I think, like, were going to transfer somewhere else. They went to a party off campus, and um, they were two, two of them were, were killed, and then the other one was um, really badly injured and couldn't play oh, again. That's awful. Absolutely terrible, yeah, terrible and would completely rock a team. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so you have that, and then you have, I can't, I wish I'd written down the, the key injuries and transfers all before the season even started for 2012. So, um, you know, I think that that was just one of those seasons that you, you're battling more than just what was on the field. Right. And in the SEC, you have very little margin for error. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't have it. And if you're, you know, a little bit behind the eight ball, it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, I mean, they went three and nine. I think that they went, um, the only wins was at Louisiana Monroe. New Mexico State and Alabama A&M. Yeah, so 0 and 8 in the SEC. 0 and 8 in the SEC, worst season in 60 years. Yeah. So you're at 3 and 9, you know. How you, can you keep Gene? Well, that's the thing is that do you it let's say let's say a coach that's won one national title. Uh, let me think. I don't know. There's not really a lot of them out there <laughs> right now because Seems like Saban and Dabo win them all. Mm-hmm. But let's say, okay, let's say Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say he goes uh, that AM just some, you know, a variety of things happen. AM was fourth best team, fifth best team in the country last year. Um, let's say they go 3 9 this year. Does he deserve to get fired? Like you have that one bad year. Right. Do you let a coach go? You know, and I think that that's where you have to look at the what's happening off the field. You know, I think the culture around that football team, it wasn't just sad. I think it was unhealthy. I think there was um, all these reports of players coming out and being like, we're miserable. Like, we hate it here. Yeah. You know, and if they're coming out and saying that, like... You know it. That's not good. There's you, something. There's that, something going there's something on. Going behind so the scenes. yeah, I think that. I think that you know, with that, you can't just look at the numbers. You got to look at the culture. Yeah, and uh, Auburn makes the the decision to make the big change, and they bring back a familiar face as a new coach because during that 2010 season, Gus Malzahn was the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. and he left to coach his, I believe his alma mater, Arkansas state. If that's not right, then Hey, facts are optional. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is brought back as the new head coach in 2013 and it plays, uh, pays off immediate dividends in one of the more improbable and special runs, uh, in college football history. All right, so let's talk about this 2013 season. So, I mean, any time a coach can come in on his first season, and granted, you know, Gus was there a couple yeah, years I mean, ago. Yeah, a lot of those players, the, the they seniors. Might, has, right, yeah. they might even remember him and have relationships with him. But, you know, to come back from a 3-9 and nine season and do 12-2 and two in a national championship appearance in 2013, maybe there is divine intervention. Jesus has arrived. Like, this is the year that you would guess, you would wonder, right? Yeah. So um, their only law, so they only had two losses. Um, well, what is that? So they have two losses. What What was the first loss? Jeez. Um, I don't think I have them written down. Okay. One of 
I, it was only one. Do you remember what it is? Well, it's probably an SEC. If they had a loss, I think on it might have been LSU. LSU sounds right. Yeah. Um, but it was fairly early in the season, and then I believe somewhere in there they beat a Texas A&M team that I believe was Johnny Manziel, and they had to come back uh, mm-hmm. in College Station to to get that win. Um, so it was you know they're they're building they're building they're building, uh, then they play Georgia. Georgia is not uh, Georgia is that traditional East West rival that Auburn plays every year. It's the Deep South, so oldest rivalry. That's right. Uh, and then uh, it's not the best Georgia team. I think they're ranked, but very low uh, in the twenties somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like um, yeah, no, I can't remember. So, something like that. Georgia had, themselves had, were coming off a, uh, a a great year in twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, but Auburn. Uh, has a big lead. Georgia comes back, takes the lead on a, a clutch uh, Aaron Murray run, uh, quarterback scramble, uh, and Auburn gets down to um, the nearly the end, of probably about 30 seconds left. And on fourth and 18, uh, Nick Marshall is the quarterback, throws it up deep, and what happens? Well, the Georgia tries to intercept it, but they just kind of like – um, bounce pass it up. Bounce pass. Bounce pass. Play a little volleyball back there. Yeah, so totally. Two, two defenders kind of punch it, it in the air. just right into the arms. And then the Auburn receiver. Like an angel just came down and just delivered it right to the Auburn receiver. Yeah, and like he your just friend trotted right into. Trots into the end zone and oh, Jordan Hare no. Stadium goes nuts. Crazy. So horrible. Becomes known I mean, as, great for Auburn. Uh, of course. Sorry. I forgot whose week this is. <laughs> uh, it's called the Prayer of Jordan Hare. Um, it it, it kind of alluding to Vern Lundquist, who calls it an answered prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, or no, I think he says that. Yeah, he does. Or, or does he call that in that game or later? No, I think, I think he calls it in that game. he says it both. I can't remember. He might, but I think that's why he, they call it that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll check that later. Anyway, that's what it becomes known as. And Auburn continues their momentum. Uh, and they move on uh, to play in the Iron Bowl mm-hmm. and against the Alabama. The next week. Was it the next week? Or maybe I, did they no, have Cupcake I, Week? No, or did, they, it was literally it was the next the week. Literally next week. Because I remember, like, okay, well, they've had that crazy game against Georgia. What they can't do it again with Alabama. Well, and this is another a ranked number one Alabama. It's another great game, and Auburn scores a touchdown in the last thirty seconds to tie it up, uh, and Alabama gets the ball and advances it up to about the forty yard line, and uh, they actually when the Alabama player goes out of bounds, the clock runs out, and you're like, okay, we're gonna go to overtime. It's great, but then they put one second back on the clock. You're like, oh, Saban with his, you know, his tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then instead of trying to go for a Hail Mary, uh, maybe you get an interference call, maybe some sort of penalty, 15-yard penalty, you're going closer. But context of that game, Alabama's kicking in that game, not great. Yeah, I think they're well. at this point were like two for five on field goals um, for the game. It was just not a great experience. So they decide still to go for the field goal, and it ended up being 57 yards. Uh, and the Alabama kicker uh, from Calhoun, Georgia, by the yep. way, yep. Um, he, uh, via Poland, I think the Adam Griffith mm-hmm. or Griffin was, mm-hmm. the, was that kicker, but he gives it a good, a good kick, a good leg, uh, but doesn't get all the way to the goal post. And Auburn, as they have the right to do, puts a receiver back there 
to catch the ball and then try to return it. And in the rules of football, if the, the, the football doesn't cross the back line of the end zone, you have the right to try and do that. That usually never happens because you know most kickers can at least get it to the goalpost. Mm-hmm. When it's 57 yards, though, maybe not. Mm-hmm. And Chris Davis, uh, I think a cornerback for Alabama, catches the ball and takes off, runs off to the left, gets a few blocks. And I think it's one of the top college football wise for me one of the top three moments that i will never forget where i was when he ran that ball back into the end zone and i think what made it so great as a moment as more or less a neutral Mm -hmm. you know i like Auburn more than alabama but but still as a neutral as someone who didn't have a dog in that fight he made it so much better it was at Auburn. Right. That's what made it so right. special. And that Georgia game, too, because, like, and this is why 2020, so many reasons why it struggled, but the fans, that's just the mm-hmm. mass of students, like, shaking the pom-poms or jumping up and down at once. I mean, that's what makes college football so fun to watch mm-hmm. compared, for me, compared to the NFL. Right. Where the product is better, but the atmosphere is so much better. Mm-hmm. the college level. Yeah, definitely. And you definitely saw it in those two games. There's some happy Tiger fans, yes. weren't there? And that was also, uh, you get like scenes of A.J. McCarron like running off the field. <laughs> Nick Saban probably like, well, F. Right, right. I mean, he just, was so mad. And, and Captain, you know, the Gus bus uh, saddle up, and hey, I'm mixing my metaphors there, but saddle up and get on board uh, because right. it was headed to the SEC championship game. Where they played? Missouri. Yes. How about Auburn? Their two appearances in the SEC title game playing uh, South, South Carolina, Carolina Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. yeah. So it's they a went, different time back then. It was. It? it was a different era. They it, went, was, it was LSU that they It was lost LSU. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they win that game. They beat Missouri, and then they lose uh, in the title game to... Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, Florida State. Florida State. Yeah. Yep. And that game was also close Jameis yeah. Winston won at the last minute at the last yeah minute. you like how I don't even call it Florida State I just call it Jameis Winston, Winston University he won but I mean he did make a, yeah. an amazing play Jameis Winston and- it just to kind of give a shout out like if you don't really know the context he's very similar a player to Cam Newton yeah build skill I don't he, he I don't think he ever had the passing capability he's not had as good a pro career as yeah. Cam Newton had Cam yeah. Newton was MVP one year Right, I remember that. Uh, James is, yeah. The, I, weirdly, I remember that. Not uh, weirdly that he was MVP. How did he do that? <laughs> uh, but he, uh, yeah, Jameis Winston, good talent as well. So listen, Auburn first four years of the, of the decade, they've been three and nine, but they've had two national title appearances. I mean, the ups and downs. I know it's of being like, an Auburn know. fan. Are y'all exhausted? I mean, Auburn fans? T- I mean, it's crazy town, as I said. Uh, but then I think you get into a stretch where you get some very nondescript seasons. Yes. So this is the, the valley. The lulls. The lulls. Not lulls, but the lulls. The lulls. Okay. That was like LOL, lulls, happy. Okay. Our jokes tonight are just not. I think they're great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Our quote, meaning yours. Uh-huh, um, so. Okay. So yeah. So you got 2014 coming back from the high. Um, or maybe not high because that last game was tough, but I mean, they played really well. So, um, with, uh, eight and five season, eight and five season in, uh, 
2014, and that see that. They lo- all their losses were to ranked teams. Mm-hmm. A number three Mississippi State. Oh yeah, listen, that <laughs> Num- was the year of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, number twenty four A and M, number fifteen Georgia, number one Bama. But their biggest problem was they had no defense. Yeah, is Auburn just really their their offense could not keep up with their defense? And I'm trying to this or was, their defense can't keep up with their yeah um, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah, so this was Nick Marshall. Nick Marshall is still there. Yeah. So and then they just couldn't, you know, stop. And you had a lot of, I mean, when you have both Mississippi schools that are, you know, spending time in the top 10, the SEC West is just on another level mm-hmm. that year because you got Bama, you got Auburn, you got LSU. LSU was ranked two, right? Is that what you said? I don't know. I don't have it written down, but sure. I'm sure they are. It sounds like they would be. Um, but you've got all those teams that are top. Again, if you're not, if the margin for error is nil. And then you're also playing a decent Georgia team. So always uh, decent. Tough. Always Just decent. decent. Always the bridesmaid. Yeah, LSU's number fifteen. Yeah. So tough year. Number four old mess, but they beat them. Yeah. They beat so old there you mess. Go. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So I mean like right. So being in the West, you're gonna play like really, really yeah, tough but teams. That year you're gonna be eight and five. Right, and that year, 2014, even more so with the Even more so, right. Yeah. So then 2015, you got um, seven and six. Now, preseason, they were really hyped. Like, they were, like, ranked number one in the SEC preseason poll. Oh, okay. I know. Um, and they brought on a, a new D coordinator because they were, like, our defense. They were so bad. Right, yeah. new yeah. D coordinator named uh, Mr. Muschamp. Oh, really? Yeah. Fun. And then now that I guess at that point he was coming from. He was coming. Was he Florida? He was coming from Florida. Yeah. I think yes, that's, and I then think he went to right. South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Now, so he'd been yeah. fired at Florida, and yes. uh, he comes to Auburn. Yes. So, um, yeah. So a seven and six season, which yeah, in Auburn, Alabama, is not not good. gonna not gonna not get the job good done. At so yeah, they had losses to LSU, an unranked Mississippi State, an unranked Arkansas, an unranked Georgia. Not good. Yeah. And then of course you lose to Alabama in the Iron Bowl, which twenty uh, nine thirteen. Not close. Uh, not looking good in twenty fifteen. Twenty sixteen eight and five. Nothing really to write home about that I, again, year. Again, they're very like average and that. But average is bad. Yes. Remember, average is bad. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we got to, like, each team, your standard of, of yeah. good is different. Especially Tuscaloosa is is crushing it right you, now. Right. You lose to a number one Alabama, yeah. 30 to 12. And this is the year, I believe, 2016, that LSU let Les Miles go. Mm-hmm. So you're on, like, your three of Gus Miles on. That first year was great. Mm-hmm. But now your forward's kind of wearing off, so you better do something special in 2017. That's right. And you know what? They did. They did. They did. <laughs> so they, um, 2017 was a better year, and they went to the SEC Championship that year. Yeah, and one of the, the more exciting games for um, – Auburn was uh, against Alabama that year in the Iron Bowl, and I mm-hmm. believe they won twenty six to fourteen. Mm-hmm. And oh, where was that game? I guess that game was in Auburn. In Auburn, uh, and, you know that uh, Nick he has a, some trouble in Auburn. Yeah, well, I mean, we all do at some point. I don't know what that means, but uh, well, supposedly, like when he was at LSU and when he was at Alabama, always struggled at Jordan Hare. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, and they lose. Bama is number one. 
And the standings were such that you had the number one team undefeated lost, and now they're shut out of the SEC title game because Auburn had a loss. Right, they were technically tied. Yeah. And then but because Auburn had, had beat beaten them, Alabama, they get it over. And and if you're Auburn, you're like now you're like sitting pretty because you were I think number four beating Alabama. Mm-hmm. You're about to play Georgia mm-hmm. in the SEC title game. A Georgia team you crushed a couple weeks earlier. Yeah. And you're looking at like, okay, let's beat Georgia. Then we are firmly in the uh, college football playoff. Right. Um, but then what happens? But then um, Georgia wins. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So this so was, Georgia won. And this was year two of Kirby Smart. Yes. And this was, uh, you know, Georgia was in a position where. It's a beautiful game. I actually remember that game. Well, I don't think Auburn fans would agree with you. Okay, I'm sorry. Auburn week. It was a tough game. It was a tough game and a sad game. A sad game. But really, it was a, it was a huge letdown. Because yeah. you just beaten Alabama. Not only that, but then by losing, you're going to let Alabama get into the college football playoff as the four seed. Right. And uh, Georgia, by the way, gets in. By the way, who wins the national title? Who wins? Ends up winning it all that year? I don't remember. Not Georgia. <sighs> yeah. That was tough. Oh, that was the that year was we, that, yeah. yeah, okay, we don't have to talk about that. It's no, not our week. Not yet. We're focusing on Auburn yes. and their woes. And so at Auburn, you lose that game. Not only do you not get into the college football playoff, but then you also let Alabama sneak in. And then win the whole thing. And they win the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I remember as a Georgia fan being I, I probably irrationally just happy I didn't have to play Alabama in the SEC championship. Right. So it didn't work out for us either no, it did not. at Georgia. Um, and then they go to the Peach Bowl, lose to UCF. Yeah, Central Florida. And that's a year I, th- uh, I think Central Florida ended undefeated. Right, uh, right. And, and so did I, all their hygiene. Right, because I read some stuff. They're like, but at least we lost to an undefeated. Yeah, sorry, you can play all your... Central Florida claimed themselves to be national champions. They, they did. They, 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 I mean, who's to argue? I know. They, they beat the team that beat the national title that's right champions, so. that's right all right so we're kind of on a high we got a 10 win season yeah which is good yeah 27 so this is what i'm learning about auburn football you need a 10 win season yeah we're okay if we got a 10 win season there you go so we're going to continue this momentum right because that's what auburn does they build on momentum yes. right no so 2018 <laughs> you had me going so high there and then i <laughs> well, look at it we're, we don't build on any momentum so 20 we're up and down so and 2018 and down. 2019 2018 eight and five yes you got jordan St- stidham jared stidham jared Jared. Oh, yeah, my bad. Why did I say Jordan? Uh, Jared Stidham. Who grew up in Richmond, Kentucky. Really? Fun fact. I and, did not know that. And played Little League ball with Damian Harris. Aw, nice. Okay. And, and now they both play for the New England Patriots. Okay. Your facts are getting less Mac interesting. With Jones. Okay, so. <laughs> and Cam Newton. <laughs> Let's just. Okay, never mind. Okay, so they had that season. I mean, you got losses for UGA. LSU, Tennessee, you lose Ooh, to Tennessee, but gross. but you beat Bama. Oh, did they really? Yes, you beat oh, Bama. That game was the best. Yes. Oh, so, I forgot. I totally forgot about that game. Gus, you can you can live another day. So 2018. Yes, 2018. What was that score? Was like 49, 44. Sh- sure. I don't know. Something crazy. Maybe that's 2019. I was thinking about. Okay. Anyway. Wait. Hold on. Am I getting this right? I got to fact check myself again. I'm telling you, I get all of these years mixed up because they were so up and down. No, they lose to Alabama in, in 2018. 2018. Then 2019 was the crazy game. It's 
Uh, yeah, trust me, it happened. We'll we'll watch the highlights later. I'll link them in the show notes. That was the then best. Why do I have that they went? Ag- Ugh, I don't know what you notes. did. Okay. No, listen. That okay. 2019 game was the best Auburn Bama game. It was the best one. Oh, okay. That was the year Bama uh, missed the playoff altogether. Yes. Uh, and they like I think they ended up in the the Capital One Bowl. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And they beat I think Michigan like sixty to nothing. <laughs> All right. All right. That so, may be totally un- wrong. Unremarkable 2018. Yes. Okay. They did not beat Bama. But 2019, but they, 2019. Yeah. they go 9 and 4. They yeah. beat Bama. But again, and, 9 and 4. Um, you Oregon. know. But they lose to Florida and LSU and Georgia. Here's the thing about Bama I got some stats. Okay. Uh, let me hit you with this. Mm-hmm. So in the 2010s, they only have three seasons with 10 plus wins. Mm. Okay. And you just mentioned that that was such a key figure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to get to 10 wins. They are ranked, Auburn, they're ranked in the top 10 in every season at least once since 2013. Yeah. At some point, they're in the top 10. I don't know what that says. Maybe the media is in love with Auburn. Oh, I mean, honestly, maybe. who isn't? Oh, um, but, like, that, that tells you that they're in the hunt. Mm-hmm. But can they come up with the big wins? Uh, probably not because here's another fact in Gene, uh, it, no, Gene's gone, uh, in, in Gus's last five years, mm-hmm. uh, Auburn is with a record of four and 15 mm-hmm. against top 10 teams. So, and obviously like some of those games, Auburn is not a top 10 opponent, mm-hmm. but it does show you like when the big games and you just mentioned they lost to LSU, they lose. So they cannot consistently put themselves over. You know, the LSU, the Bamas, mm-hmm. the, that kind of upper echelon. Yeah, um, yeah. So, a little preview for 2020, Gene's gone. Gene's well, gone, well, Gene's so been, it's Gus. Gene's been gone a long time. Gene! <laughs> Gene! Gene is still gone, but so is Gus. Yeah, Gus so is Gus, gone. Of course, Well, Gus. let's do 2020. We'll do 2020. I know, I know, but what I, but what I want to say, I had a point to that, but oh, then you, you got confused because of Gus. Wolf. Okay, move on. Move on. Let's talk about, uh, let's do a... Uh, best, worst, best top worst rivals. Yeah. Superlatives, that's, that's what you call word. it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, am I starting? <laughs> sure. I guess I will. Let's start with the best moment. Okay. All right. So this is what this question is made for is Auburn football because this to past 10 years have been filled with moments. Yes. Right? Yes. Beautiful, heartbreaking Divinely moments. Divinely inspired So moments. how do you pick one? How do you pick one? So you go ahead. Tell me what is your number one. Because I ranked my top three because there were so many. Oh, wow. I really thought about this. Yeah. Um, I think that you really, you usually have to give credit to the the year. If there is a year you win the national title, you have to give credit to it. But I'm not doing it because I think it's the kick six. I think just emotionally speaking, I think if you're an Auburn fan, of which I am, kind of, I'm incorporating myself (sighs) into uh, War Eagle Nation. Not their basketball program. They're the worst. Mm -hmm. But their football is fun. Um the emotion of that moment was like, because it was Alabama, because they're number one, because it was a, a style of play that I've never seen that happen. Mm-hmm. 
it's 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 just unspeakably awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I think that has to be their top moment. Even though they lose the national title game, gotta mm-hmm. give it to that. Right. So what's your we're top? talking we're talking moments. You know, I had I went through, I watched the game tape, I did my research. Look at that. And I came out with the kick six. Okay. Just like you. Well what were that was my number one. Was two and number three? two was the prayer at Jordan Hare. Yeah. It's painful for me to say it. Yes. But I mean, it was just ridiculous. And yeah. then the third was the national championship in 2010. Uh, against Oregon. Yeah. Against Oregon because uh, they See, I won. Would... I think they won an easy field goal, but it was like really close. It was good. Right. It was it. I would I'd put that number two, but if I had to do my top three, but okay. it's neither here nor there. Okay. Worst, worst moment. Worst moment. I, what, you start. Um, I have two. So, um, the national championship with FSU. Right. Because it's it was coming. Yes. They had too many divine interventions yes. that year. Jesus can only carry you so far. That they I'd or maybe like Jesus was present and like just touched the wrong team because one of those teams was divinely touched. Um and it was Florida State. Well Florida State was also really good that you're the better team i think without a doubt but the best player yeah so that was heartbreaking for them because they did have this crazy like emotional roller coaster to get to the national championship 2013 right um and then i also chose a&m in 2014 okay um they lost 41 to 38 and they were a 23 point favorite going into that game and that's like i think the worst loss when they they were that the discrepancy was that big that was one of their worst losses so against the spread for sure so tough times i disagree with both of those Mm -hmm. i think by far the worst moment is losing to georgia in the sec championship in 2017 yeah. Because this is another way. Just think, okay? Like, if you win that game, you're in the playoff. This is the pro- the third time that decade that you're sniffing the national title, right? Mm-hmm. To 2010, 2013, 2017. Not only do you lose to Georgia in a de- debilitating fashion, when I mean, that game was not even close, then you go on, you also lose to Central Florida in the bowl game, but that's not even part of it. And, yeah, like I said, you watch Alabama go on and win the national title. I think that that's, a, again, another indicator that for, for Gus, who, like Les Miles, is going to be defined by his success versus Nick Saban, I think it's the <coughs> moment mm-hmm. that uh, that kind of set the the rest of the context for his last three years. Yeah. Because, again, if he wins that game, now you're talking about in his first five years, he's in a national title game likely. Two out of the five years. Yeah. You know, so yeah. tough loss. So, um, especially even after beating him early right, in the year so badly. Right. So, real Do you tough. feel, oh, I'll ask that uh, when we get to 2020. Okay. Uh, rivals. Well, it's Alabama. I mean, there's no, there's I no like really try to get creative with this. Yeah. There's nothing. And listen, you've, I've got the stat. They went four and six against Alabama in the decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's very good. It's always going to be a good game. Yeah, it's always it always is. Uh, it's I'm telling you that 2019 game is is probably the best of all of them. Yeah. Um, but it's it, it, Bama is it was so dominant for the decade, but Auburn, you you could never assume that they would win that game, and that's a credit to Auburn, right? Because Auburn was 
good during Mm -hmm. the 2010s. They weren't great Mm -hmm. because they had too many, like, average and then a bottom-out year. Mm -hmm. They always brought it against Alabama. And, uh, you know, and I would say Alabama's top rival is, well, we'll get to that because Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of discussion of who Mm -hmm. that could be. But you can't not say it's Auburn. Right. So. Right. Um, Yeah, you know, like, I tried to make it Georgia. Because I think that that is, I think the rivalry with Georgia is as intense as a lot of other teams' main rivalry. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, but I it's think, not, but it's not, it's, it's not Auburn's top. No, and it's not Georgia's top. I don't top, think it's Georgia's top. But yeah. it's a very intense rivalry, right. especially this past decade. I think it's the, I think it's the best crossover rivalry. Uh, because <laughs> I would say it's Alabama, Tennessee, but you know, Tennessee. Yeah, not, but um, they can't match up. No, I think Auburn, Florida, uh, Auburn, Georgia, <coughs> excuse me, is always a fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the top dog there is Alabama. And you know, there's, there's always, we talk about like realignment for the SEC where they change the divisions. They could send Missouri to the West mm-hmm. and Auburn would be the team that goes East. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I think they're hesitant to do that is they, they, the kind of the system they have now where you have like that traditional rival. Mm-hmm. Well, now the question is like Auburn would be, they'd have to switch it to where Auburn would have to play Alabama every year. Right. Like that's your cross rival. Right. Um, so like what happens to Alabama, Tennessee? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's traditionally a great rivalry. So um, I like Auburn as a Kentucky fan. Personally, I like Auburn in the West because mm-hmm. that's another good program that we don't have to play every year. Right. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe that does happen uh, down the road. All right. So um, 2020 for Auburn. Um, you know, it, it's kind of the equivalent of an eight and four season. Yeah. They go, yeah. They go what, six and four? Six and five. Um, well, six and five with the bowl, bowl loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, they beat Kentucky – in the season opener, and then you're playing Georgia, and it's Auburn's ranked seventh, Georgia's fourth, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh man, okay, here we go, right? Auburn, if you're excited, but Georgia whoops them, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the theme for Gus Malzahn in his la- later years. There's no offense. You mentioned early on there was no defense, mm-hmm. but as time goes on, the offense begins to struggle. Right. Uh, Bo Nix, who has been their quarterback, I feel like for the last 10 years, yeah, uh, he really does not take his kind of an- another step last year. And they struggle. Uh, they beat Arkansas in the third game in like the most ridiculous circumstances from the officials' point of view. The officials kind of make a boneheaded call late in the game to basically give the game to Auburn, let them kick a field goal at the end. Mm-hmm. Then they lose to South Carolina. I think at that point you lose to a bad South Carolina team. Yeah, it's like the the wheels are coming off. Right. Uh, they went three in a row. Um, but really, I mean, well, they beat LSU, of course. They beat LSU bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they get boat raced by Alabama. They lose to A&M. Uh, and they lose in the, the bowl game. This is after Gus Malzahn had been fired. Uh, but they lose in the bowl game quite convincingly to Northwestern. So right. it's like, it's basically showing that Auburn has fallen behind. I mean, they're, they're, they were in a point where I think they, they needed to make a change. It's not like they weren't patient with Gus. But if Auburn wants to get to where Auburn wants to get, I think Gus had taken them about as far as he was going to take them. Yeah, and you know, I think that this is one of my my question that I was going to ask earlier is, do you feel like Gus deserved to be fired? You uh, know, because I mean, he had eight eight seasons. Sounds about right. Um, 
two 10, 10 plus one seasons. I mean, you've, you have a couple SEC championship appearances. You beat Bama a couple times. You're in it. You're relevant. Um, and it's a weird season. 2020 is a weird season. Right. Yeah, I kind of had a weird taste in your mouth to fire a coach after 2020. Right, right. My my thoughts, I'm answering my own question. Oh, go for it. (laughs) You know, my theory about 2020 in a lot of ways is that things that ended in 2020 were things that were kind of already dying. Sure. And I feel like that's kind of how Gus was. Right. Not that I'm going to kill him. Did we too. kill him? That's number three. I we, think, need a, we need like a cemetery. I or... know. I know. that. I think that he, um, I think there was a lot of animosity in the program. I think there was, you know, like, I mean, I guess the way you put it was really um, a lot more was, graceful. Was, he had he had done all he could for the program, right? It was stale. He was. I mean, it was it, stale. And I don't, like, I mean, I I don't know how much that impacted the culture there. And I think that that, I'm I'm sure it did. I'm sure it greatly impacted the culture and they needed some fresh blood. So who's the fresh blood? Fresh blood is Brian Harson. All right. That's some real fresh blood to the SEC. Yeah, Boise State. Um, Yeah, I mean, people were like, well, you know. Because that was the thing. Who are they going to hire? Well, there was some talk that they were going to go to Oxford and... Try to tempt Lane Kiffin. Yes. Uh, that which would have been amazing. That would have been something. Uh, but that didn't end up happening. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people are underwhelmed. Boise State is not Boise State of early 2010s. But he had a good record at I mean, Boise State. They were State. good. I mean, they were I mean, good. he had 10 plus wins most I, seasons. I wrote this down about Auburn for this year. Um, they, I could see them missing a bowl. I could see them winning only five games. I could see them winning 10. I don't you think, never know. I, it, I mean, <laughs> it's going to end up being eight. But with a new coach, historically, yeah, they've done really that's well. That's true. Yeah, Chizik's second year, year and, then, uh, right. and then Gus is first. I think they've got a lot. Uh, I don't think their talent is at a point uh, to where is they Bo can compete. Coming back? Bo's still here. Uh, he's Bo's for his, still here for his twenty fifth year. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think they have the talent right now to be able to challenge uh, Bama, A and M. Georgia. Well, for sure. I mean, I was thinking just the West, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I could say well, they like play Georgia, though. Right. Year. Right. But, I, you know, I could say like, uh, yeah, I could see them losing to Ole Miss. I could see them losing. So it's just tough. It really we're going to know their first six games. So they they play three stinky teams. Um, they should have three easy wins. And then there I are don't other really like calling them stinky teams. Well, you know, if the shoe fits, um, well, let's call them like, I don't challengers. Know. Um, I want to find a better name. Okay. Yeah. So they start off with Akron, Alabama state, Penn state. Well, Penn state is not the stinky team in this, in this scenario. Right. And then Georgia state. That's is that the stinky, stinky team. Stinky Although team? credit Georgia state, they did beat Tennessee a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have at Penn state at LSU, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right in the first six, so I think if Auburn can get through that stretch, at even four and two, mm-hmm. uh, you got to navigate the Arkansas and the Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and all those. But like the path is there to have a decent season. But I don't think I think it's going to be a long term project. I don't think they're going to be going anywhere too soon. But again, that's when when you doubt Auburn, that is when they come up and they surprise you. You know, Iron Bowls at Jordan Hare. You never know what's going to happen. Well, you could probably go ahead and mark down an Auburn win for that because <laughs> it's just the way it's going to be. But I love watching Auburn football. You never know what you're going to get. 
the, <laughs> they're just one of the more fun teams mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of like preset humor about them mm-hmm. on the internet, capital I internet, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just uh, it's a lot of fun. So I'm hoping again for another fun year for Auburn. Yeah, maybe Jesus will touch them again. What is it like? Touch? I, just, I know touch I don't is like, like the it. Right. <laughs> we, we need to work not. on our verbs. It is because touch is something that uh, I don't know. If, maybe Jesus will divinely do intervene while they play football. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm very excited about our next. Oh, what is it? Podcast. I don't think I know. Do you not know? I don't. Oh, it's Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Choo choo. Get on the lane train. Here we come. This is going to be fun. I love Ole Miss. You've got some. Uh, you've got some. Uh, NCAA probation. You've got some Hugh Freeze, mm-hmm. which means NCAA probation. You've got maybe the greatest uh, touchdown celebration of all time. Oh, God. Uh, and <laughs> it's just so good. Oh, and then you also have Lane Kiffin from 2020. So I we're going to have a blast with yes. Ole Miss. Uh, and I can't wait to go are into you that. Gonna, are you going to prep some better jokes? For next time. I do not know what you're talking about. I thought my jokes were, I give it a solid 8 out of 10 okay. tonight. All it's right. good stuff. Well, it's good stuff. I know you're yourself. entertained. Uh, we've been talking for a long time, so I think we're done. Okay. All right. Uh, what do we say at the end? Uh, <laughs> is, See, you never initiate this. You I don't. don't know what's going I'm, on. I'm already checked out. I'm already done. Okay, I'm Ben. And I'm Brittany. And this is you, me, and the SEC. Bye. Bye.